Okay, well, uh, yeah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, folks. Welcome to Karate Without Belts. My name is John, and I am joined by the illustrious man in the chair with comma behind him and pictures and a beautiful looking dojo. And what is that? What is that tile? Not tiling. What is that uh, walling you have behind you? What, what's that? Sorry. Like the wall. Like, like what, do, what do you have the your walls? Like, is that like, that's not tiling. That's like paneling. No, it's like. It's like a barnwood. Barnwood? Okay. Is it, is it actual barnwood? Is there just like barnwood? No, it's, it's the re- refurbished barnwood from Home Depot. So it's like I, I, I get, you know, so many boards in a box and I, I don't have to deal with the mess of, uh, I mean, drywall's cheaper, but I don't have to deal with the mess and I can just nail it up and go. So it's works for me. But the man with the uh, barnwood background, uh, Jeremy. How the hell are we doing today, Jeremy? Uh, we're we're doing good. We're doing good. Just finally catching up on some sleep. Uh, I I would like to know who the knucklehead was that decided to set off uh, mortar uh, fireworks at three o'clock in the morning last night. Got my dogs all fired up, but I don't. That's kind of like the mystery of how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. The world may never know. So it's like, all right. So I, I just hope it doesn't happen again tonight. I'm, I'm getting caught wait, up on sleep. It was happening by you or? I mean, it's like a subdivision or two over. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you can pretty much hear it. I mean, if somebody's firing off mortars, you can definitely hear it. So... I don't really have that problem so much here. Um, that thing's not think that thing is not a. Let's say uh, mortars in Japan really don't. Uh, yeah, they don't really don't, hold up. They don't hold yeah. up the water. Yeah, I mean that's probably one of the good things I like. I like but don't like about living in Missouri because it's like you can buy fireworks all year round. <laughs> You're not supposed to shoot them in the city other than like July 4th or July 4th weekend, but, but. Well, they're just getting, they're, they're, they're burning all the old stuff off. They don't have know. to do it at three o'clock in the morning. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Just don't do it. This is the neighborhood watch, Jeremy. Um, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't mean to sound like the grumpy HOA guy, but I'm, I'm not even that. Just not at three o'clock in the morning. Okay, come on. So, anyway. Or what have you you been up to with training lately? Very very little. Uh, my my work's been calling me all hours, all hours, all, all parts of the day. I mean, it's like it's almost to the point where it's like I work, I sleep, I I train a little bit on Tuesdays with my kid and his class, but that's about it. So. I, I told my boss last week, um, we can't. I can't keep up this schedule. I'm gonna have to start taking care of myself a little better. So that is the most important thing. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to hear that, but yeah, whatever. He, he can fart and get over it. So this week for me has been uh, not great with necessarily sleep, sleep, but I've been more like, all right, I'm gonna wake up when I wake up, and it's been early every time. And then every time I'll get up and be like, all right, ready for training. Let's go. And it's just getting colder and colder here. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of getting more used to just it being interestingly enough, like when I was like four thirty in the morning getting up and training, 
where where I work out. Does anybody who watched the 100 Kata video I did with Raul last year probably heard this? So the garage where I work it work out in is like has those old like motion sensors, but every time like it goes off, it sounds like a like someone's like shooting a gun. So at 4:30 in the morning, I may or may not be incidentally waking up a bunch of people doing training, but meh, they didn't like it. They you know should probably not put in motion sensing. Um, what's wrong, wrong with the light switch? But, yeah, I've gotten a decent bit of training. I'm still kind of nursing a shoulder injury to a degree. So if it's not one thing, it's another. Enjoying this thing of getting older, Jeremy. Yeah, it's fun. It is being the quote unquote young guy in the group for years and years and suddenly uh you know, you know how it goes. Well, all the things I've told you to watch out for now all of a sudden are coming true. Well, Jeremy doesn't know what he's talking about. I never seen Okay, what? <laughs> when the hell did you ever tell me watch out for XYZ when you get older? No. I, I remember I, you talking about in, is about like knees specifically. Well especially I, with like a coos on coup jump. Well, what I, what I, now I know I did tell you, is like, you know, as you get older, it's like, there's going to be a day when you wake up and then it's all of a sudden it's like, I hurt here. I didn't know there was a muscle here. What is this? You know, what's it's, funny it's like, is, um, how, how does my spleen hurt? I mean, it's like, Jamie Christmas. It's like, <laughs> Are you talking? The, are you? Are you? Are we revealing on air the spleen technique in karate? No, no. Um, just the muscle five technique. I, Probably I gonna just, get get sniped for that one, but yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, I wanted to bring up. I completely forgot to go over this with you, but that's fine. Um, this week in Japan has been definitely a week for martial arts. Um, so there's. Just two. This these hap, these stories happen happened within like three days of each other. The first one is a man with bamboo sword arrested for attacking stu- students at school in Japan. Well, they well, hopefully they're able to defend themselves. Well, and so this is what was interesting because I'm a I, I live in Japan. I'm a teacher at a school in Japan. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kind of name names with you. Hey, look, anybody can look up anything. Uh, Somebody was brandishing a bamboo sword. So if I'm going to do a kind of on-site translation of this, I think it was a, I think it's a boken, and he was brandishing a boken, and he just starts attacking students. So he heard he heard about three students, not like vitally injured, but he's just crazy guy walks into a school on school grounds, and he just starts nail like wailing on students. The three teachers go up to him one guy like grabs him by the arm another person uses a sasumata a sasumata is basically a bow with like a u-shape on the top so it's basically oh. like a, a, a modern day uh nanti bow minus you know the ability to go stabby stabby yeah um and then another guy um used judo techniques to subdue a uh, uh, use judo techniques to subdue the suspect, which I've got to say, kind of badass, if I'm honest. Like it's it's a horrible thing that happened. Um, it, it's traumatizing the school to the school board, but like 
hey, look, I mean, look, guys, this is this does come in handy, especially when uh, people do stupid shit like this. People try to attack kids. I definitely because unfortunately there have been other news reports recently in Japan of teachers attacking kids. And um, again, I'm a teacher in Japan. I can I can stand by this, and people can say this is a long-standing problem within within Japanese culture. It's good to see at least uh, you know at least one school where they actually defend the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Another more but a more spicier one. Organized crime-linked group of a hundred brawl at Tokyo skyscraper restaurant. Dang. Yeah. So supposedly, uh, this was a triad-connected uh, group of war orphans who, from Japanese war orphans, were descendants of Japanese war orphans who were left in China. And this is what's kind of funny. There was a supposedly a brawl of a hundred people, but then the police came and like, oh yeah, it was just they found one guy who had like a small head injury. Yeah. Did that sound right to you? Unless everybody's defense was really good, I guess. I, don't know. I guess, but it's like a hundred people, and that's it, that's it of the mob. Well, we probably got them out of there before the police came. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But they're paying somebody off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought these were just two interesting news stories. Um, I think I'll link I'll link them in our uh, our description just for people to reference. Very interesting. They're both interesting. Um, not nothing, you know, earth shattering. I don't know. I just wanted to see what you thought of. It seems like every day, different things and more crazy stuff comes out. So, you know, it's sad that you know, I'm not not shocked by it hardly at all. I mean, we had somebody here who was at uh, running down the street stabbing people. Was like, why? You know, so it's just I, I I think it I think that goes back to be be aware of your surroundings at all times. You yeah. don't know what's gonna happen. So the situa- the situational awareness uh, that should be taught to kind of everybody, like understanding what social uh, situational awareness is, like kind of life social skills in that regard. It's just not something that people generally get into. Yeah, I just thought it would be an interesting little... Like, this yeah. isn't going to be, become our Japanese news corner. Unless, like, more stuff like this happens. Then it would be, like, hey, more interesting. But, hey, it's always good to see, like, relevant stuff coming from But today, what I thought would be good to get into is talking about... Going back to talking about the early days. The, uh, the caveman days of training. Jeremy might remember this better than I do. Hey, hey just because I'm a second generation that, that walks on two feet and doesn't drag my knuckles on the ground in my family does not mean that I, I'm completely a caveman. I mean, come on, man. But anyway. Um, I'm saying you might remember this better than I do. I mean, I, well, I, mean, I was younger at the time, so my... my... I, I remember a lot more, a lot more rudimentary stuff that was taught than what I see today. And I think this was like the something it's both an image thing that I've always had and an issue that I've always had as well with like, okay, maybe we're not accomplishing this image or not actually getting there. So maybe I can start us off with this. So Jeremy, when we first teach people karate, like what, what are the, like if we were both in a school and you know, it was, we were running a school, right? Yeah. Um, 
possibly not under a Mexican restaurant. Possibly, possibly, possibly not. Yeah. And then we had a group of new people come in. What would be the first things we teach them from a basic karate perspective? I mean, very first thing that I would start teaching is just start teaching some basic etiquette right off the bat. Start learning humbleness a little bit right off the bat. And then from there, I would start teaching just a couple basic stances. Not not a lot. And it, it is interesting to see different places where they will have 15, 20 different stances. And I, 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 my personal opinion is, is, you know, from, from what I've taught, I think it's a lot easier if you keep it to special beginners, maybe, maybe four to six different stances tops. Cause all I can remember is being taught like two well, oh. at the beginning. Can you, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear, yeah, I can hear you now. So. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I need to eat, learn to eat the mic. Uh, birthday's coming up in two months, buddy. I could use a oh. new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, um, I, I mean, and then go into just a handful of basics, whether it's how to move your feet, how to block, how to do a couple kicks, and maybe throw one or two punches. Keep it very, very, very simple. And I'm thinking about this, and this is something that really got to me. Something to do with media, we're not going to get into that today. Uh, we've already had enough episodes on that. But it's just this image of like basic karate. Yeah. Kick, punch, basic stance, moving around. And what I've seen a lot of, what ends up happening is, there's a lot of, I don't want to say junk, but like, this is going to be our basic stance. This is going to be our basic handwork. This is going to be yeah. this and that. And then down the road, for whatever reason, let's say green belt, let's say brown belt, let's say, I don't know, you like black belt, yeah. right? These things just end up getting dropped for God knows what. Techniques, sparring, yeah. uh, I, you know, kata. It, it's... I guess one of the ways I look at it is uh, a glitter syndrome. Like that. Explain. You know, it's kind of like, ooh, this is flashy. Here's some glitter over here. Ooh, we're going to go learn that. Ooh, we're going to go learn that. We're going to go learn that. This is coming from the man who, who who's tried to convince me time and again that hair metal's great. Hey, look, you know, I, hey, how can you how can you deny me that when, I mean, Def Leppard has been crushing it on the on the uh, stadium tour this year so it's like you know i'm not debating that i'm not debating that at all I mean, all i'm saying is that you're, you're, you have a criticism of litter and then like suddenly it's like, yeah we're gonna go rock hey, we'll be really manly with our open hey, shirts and, and 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 hair that takes a long time to 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 grow out and and, and style yeah, we're gonna be manly. Hey, just just because I don't have a mullet and use Aquanet pink anymore does not mean I don't appreciate the finer things in life. But right. let's, let's yeah, well, let's, I think like finer things in life versus the and this is where, where but, you get this comparison, right? You have the music but, and then you have the glitter. But but I think you know you can apply this to a lot of different things. Like people forget just the basics, and it's like. Well, I already know, you know, 
And I'm run, I, I've run into this at, at my kid's school. And whenever parents say this stuff, I'm just like, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard to me. And I'm just like, you know, I'd really like to sit down and really have a conversation about how truly stupid you really are. But that's okay. I mean, I'll let you be stupid. You know, I'm not, I, I guess I'm just not quite ready to just confront the parents and say, do you really know how dumb you really are? But anyway, it's like, cause like one night their, their kids, they, they get like little badges for if they pass a kata test. A badge? Well, it, it's, it's the, it, it's, it's the. That's a new one. I've never well, heard of that. Before. Is it like, I, a, I mean, like just a thing, like a patch or like. Yeah, it's like a little patch. I mean, you, it, it's almost whatever you know and after so many patches you can test for the next bell i mean it's 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 just another way to show accomplishment and stuff like that and so so anyway i was just kind of listening to the conversation the mom said and and the instructor was like well you know we're we're having kata class are you wanting to are you going to stay for that? And they're like, no, they've already passed their kata patches and stuff. And I was just like, I was like, lady, do you actually understand how ignorant you really are? But I'm, t- I'm just like, okay. I mean, you could really, maybe I should go have a conversation with her, but you know, like, eh, whatever. I mean, if you want to be stupid, be stupid. I don't care. But I mean, you're taking away your training and your ability to understand stuff is what you're really doing but i don't feel it's her fault well she's the one that's making the decision well right 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 so i mean they're taking their kid out of the class and and stuff like that but i mean like so you're saying this class and this goes goes directly in what we're talking about so like the um if if i understand the situation you're saying correctly there's a kind of a regular class and then there's like a kata class yeah, I mean, there's like a specific kata class that kids can work just on on these katas so they can get their little patches and you know, whatever. I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm like, I mean, it's just a way to separate it. And I'm like, okay, okay, kind of cool. Okay. I mean, I think that's also kind of the failing of the just the system set up to a degree because that's like, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Well, it, 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 is it so much the system or is it the culture that we live in? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a little bit of both. Because it's also like you're literally giving patches away for learning kata. Yeah, and I mean, right. I mean, I mean, think about think about how our culture is today. And it's like, well, I've already learned it. I don't need to. I don't need to continue to do it. It's like, well, yeah, maybe you do. You yeah. quote one of my old students, and it's not like we can't stop doing the kata once we learn it. Right. So you know, it, it it goes back to I I, I know I've told this story several times. I'll, I'll never forget the time I'm I'm at the headquarters. I'm I'm running class. We're doing the very first kata, and all of them are black belts except for one yellow belt. And I'm watching them, and I could go right down the list. This person's not paying attention. Kind of, they're they're thinking about working on their Joe. They're thinking about working on their bow. 
They're thinking about working on site. They're thinking, I mean, every single one of them, I could finally, one of the other black belts was starting to pick it up. And what was sad is the only person that was really concentrating on the, on that itself was the yellow belt. That's a good illustrative story of this, though. I mean, like, because it ties back to what you're saying about the kind of kata patches or badges or whatever. Wait, don't we already have a system for that? It's called belts. Well, like it's like yeah. a hat on a hat to a degree, and then like, yeah, it, I, I, it's, I, I think like the system's kind of an outbreed of the culture that like is a weird like turnaround from just like what is just about having a class, and then you do the kata in the class, well, and then you don't have to have this like other time for what you should be doing in the class, right? Well, it does I like mean, it. I mean. I mean, it just makes it the more you go down the road. Like I understand what's going on, but it just odd seems oddly complicated and confusing and gets away from the point. Yeah, I mean, it just gives extra time. But I mean, the the bottom line is this: where are we at with with teaching karate? It's like, are are we looking for glitter, or are we concentrating on what needs to be taught? And the skills, um, like the need of the need of skill development. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So it's like, so it's like, and, and this is, and this feeds back into it. So we, let's say we have our group class of like uh, five people or whatever. We teach them basic stances, right? We teach them basic mm-hmm. punch kicks, right? Yeah. yeah. The next thing that should, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like the thing that should happen and it kind of the stereotypical thing you see in media is that like people are punching and kicking, they're punching and kicking bags. They're punching and kicking boards. They're punching and kicking each other. They're punching, they're punching and kicking a babbling bomb, right? Well, whatever I mean, it might be. I mean, the other thing, though, is, I mean, you start being able to tie in, you know, movement, whether it's whether it's actual kata or if it's some, some type of exercise to where it's like you're moving your feet and your hands together. And I think that's kind of the stage in which you people think they're doing kind of advanced karate or they're or they're really stepping up into karate. Where in my opinion, I feel like this is where we lose sight of things to a degree, depending mm-hmm. upon where you're going. But in, and I mean this more in the caveman sense of things, the yeah. dragging of okay. the knuckles, okay. because and I, I think back to kind of stories from. Uh, old Okinawa, like with like the the military guys would go over there, and there is, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, th- this isn't a myth, this is a reality. There was a difference between what Okinawans did a lot of the time, or what were supposedly taught, and what the GIs were taught. Right. I'm not gonna go into that right now. That is something I'm going to, we're gonna be covering here in the future. Yeah. If you go back and listen to how they trained. Right? You go back and listen to what kind of classes they had. It was two hours of just hard calisthenics, hard just basics, and then maybe towards the end, you work and you work on the partner drills. You work on fighting back and forth, right? Or, or maybe maybe a technique or two. You know, maybe. 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 You know, but I mean, you you get back into that, you know, after. You know, after you start learning how to move your feet, things like that, then you start showing them like one technique at a time. You know, and 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 that's that's one thing that I've noticed that's very interesting too. I mean, when I 
when I started, I remember going to seminars and stuff. We would learn like two techniques and we would practice them all day long. And that comes into that that older style of like met like like muscle memory over like mm-hmm. uh, enumeration but that's getting a little ahead of, of the game because the reason i bring this up is because the image that we have of Karas, the punching and the kicking of the, getting that down yeah and then the later on stuff gets away from that with the techniques and the, and the guy well the glitter, it, it, so. it, it depends on how it's being taught true true but how many people can say they can keep and, and then and, and and so this is where the divergence happens, I feel. You get the Kyokushinkan, mm-hmm. right? Those guys. Yeah. The Shotokan. Yeah. At least generally how they're thought of. Tangsu, uh, taekwondo, mm-hmm. right? Atarashi, like general sport karate. Uh, yeah. Essentially became and maybe kind of more like high-end K1 type deals. Those guys, you put those guys, right? You take those guys. You don't really work a whole lot on technique a whole lot on that other stuff but they stay very focused on the caveman stuff on the brute force kick punch moving knowing how to move right getting it mixing it up with people right Mm -hmm. put them next to the guys who like dive cocaine head first into the glitter of karate those who's gonna you put them in like the the uh, say the ring or the match, or you match them up. Who who's your money gonna be on? I'll go every time with somebody who's a caveman, or, or you know, that is trained in that basic philosophy. Because usually, if you get away and start going after you know glitter, as we're calling it, you know, the new flashy thing, a lot of times your foundation slips. Exactly. A lot of people start talking about MMA. I mean, MMA comes up all the time. True. The one thing that I've noticed is it seems to me the people that have a solid foundation somewhere, somewhere, it doesn't have to be karate. It does, I mean, like... It can be a tight, uh, it, it can, boxing, it can be wrestling. It, it, it can be amateur wrestling. It could be something. You know, it could be, you know, BJJ. It could be... Some, I mean, if they've got a solid foundation, I mean, I look at GSP, you know, he had a solid foundation in karate for a long time. I, 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 I can't, I, I want to say it was this Shinru, but I can't remember if that was it or not. But I, I, I could be wrong. I, I'm glad to be wrong. It's fine. George I'm St. Not. Pierre. George St. Pierre. Yeah, he was Kyokushin Kun. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Okay, but. That's why we have this. That's why God created Google. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. But he has a solid foundation. Um, same way with uh, Mashida, same way with even uh, Chuck Lindell, you know, Chuck Liddell, you know, I mean, all of them had a solid foundation. Uh, even Brock Lesnar, amateur wrestling, I mean, in professional wrestling, I don't want to call it that, but, but I mean, they had some type of solid foundation. Now, you do get into some very interesting people like your uh, Nick Diaz and stuff like that, which I can appreciate. I don't know what his background is, but all I know is dude's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, 
Oh, every fighter that I, every, it's either Nick or Nate, whichever one. But I mean, you you have people interview, you know, that train to fight the guy. You don't train to fight the guy. You train to try to kill him. Otherwise, you will not win. And so it's just a different mentality. I, I think the guy's highly skilled. I don't know what his background is. I really don't. But I can appreciate that level of commitment. And so in a way, he does go to that. He's got some foundation somehow, some way. Right. Whether it's just just being an awesome street fighter, whatever it is. But, I mean, he's got a foundation where he can dig into when when he needs to. Well, and I think this is the thing where... For whatever reason, which I think is one of the things we're going to lead into, at least towards the end, we are getting away from foundational karate. Yes. Just I'm... just in general, like just in general as as kind of the quote unquote modern attempt to go back classical trained people are. I'll even go a step further. I'd say foundational martial arts, period. Not just karate. I think it's going across the board. Okay, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from. It depends on 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 what it is. I think I feel, but it's like as much. And I, I say this in the wake of years and years and years of uh, taekwondo, taekwondo, huh? Uh, yeah, Kyokushin Khan. They don't even they don't even do full contact. <laughs> Tai Shotokan. <laughs> yeah, right. Like uh, just years and years of that, and then having that attitude drilled into me and then seeing these guys bare knuckle against a makiwara go head to head with each other over and over and over again being able to have more stamina being able to to last longer in a fight being able to end the fight quicker yeah right and not having to rely on you know and a lot of the time people just relying on the compliance of others to accomplish something yeah Right, and to accomplish technique. Whether or not we like, we want to talk about it, these techniques that we talk about, a lot of the time rely on compliance. Yeah. We don't have we don't have the actual real we don't actually have the tools to to, to practice them in, in a re, in a realistic way. So in in my opinion, and I I say that because I don't see those guys changing, but I don't see that that necessarily being a bad. Well. I see those guys, what I see those guys doing is evolving and using those bases to go into different things. Sometimes I see stuff being shortcutted. Oh, so. In other words, like certain details are being missed, you know, from older older people training. Like, I mean, there's a certain way to punch. I mean, so, this is one of the big ones I see all the time. You know, I always see people have their fist, you know, kind of up instead of, you know, straight. And I mean, if you hit something like that, yeah, bye bye hand. Yeah, wrist. For the tag. Yeah, that's well, gonna hurt a little bit. I see little details being missed. Now, I I understand wanting to get through certain part of the curriculum, but I also understand. Shouldn't have a black belt that doesn't know how to truly punch either. Where the issues I think come in is the loss of the foundation, kind of aimlessly kind of searching for the new thing. Yeah. And then just being like, oh, I don't want to do the old that old stuff. 
I, I just want to do the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're not, they can't practice the glitter like they practice the basic stuff. And you and can. It happen a lot too. The people who get like, you know, high on the glitter as it were. Everybody is guilty of it. At one time or another, everybody's guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, my big one was I really wanted, my big one was probably I wanted to learn Noontable so bad. I, I didn't care what it took, you know, whether I was ready or not, I was going to learn it. Was I truly ready? Probably not. Did I get a lot out of it? Yes. Did I, did I study my butt off on it? Yes. You know, it wasn't, wasn't something I took lightly and it wasn't something that I neglected everything else for either. But, you know, for a little bit of time, that was kind of my glitter that I went towards. But that's, that's me. I mean, that's just a personal, me just telling a personal one on me, you know? Well, yeah, I think the the issue was, um, you know, from our perspective, a lot of stuff was being kind of shoved down our throats. Yeah. Um, one way or the other. I think what you're talking about from one seminar where it was like two techniques all day, every day. Yeah. With like two days straight, right? Or focusing yeah. on one thing. Yeah. With like maybe pe- ideas peppered around here and there, right? Too, too much thrown out everywhere all at once. Everyone needs to learn, you know, hurry up, learn the new thing, to hurry up, to learn the new thing, to hurry up, to learn the new thing. And what I think ends up becoming a reverberation systematic is you have people kind of down that end of the trough who are like high on this glitter. And then there's the, they're the ones who are supposed to be teaching the people come in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what they end up be doing is shortcutting teaching people or they end up having attitudes ah, they're white belts. We don't need to teach them properly or ah, we don't need to, to, to make sure, you know, this is done too well. Ah, let's skip over this stuff. Let's do something else. Ah, I'm not worried about that. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's grab a uh, bows and start doing stuff like on the second day or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and like, there's nothing wrong with kind of having kind of the jazz version of karate, in my opinion, of just kind of like getting on the floor and kind of like, okay, how do, how do we feel in the day? Let's see what, like, what works out today. I think there's, there's room for that. Having an open open mat or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's perfect. In the structure of a class, however, I think this is what, this is where things tend to fall off, though, and this is where you get into the issues you were just talking about, where you end up having people just learn from the get-go wrong, or mm-hmm. learn from the get-go weak karate. And I'm sorry, it is. That's what it is. It's weak karate, poor well, stances, I'm- poor structure. And exercises they don't end up using. You know, and and I'm, I guess I'm going to take this from from uh, Clint Eastwood and one of the Dirty Harry movies, and it's like, you know, we shouldn't be teaching people just because it's stylish or it makes people feel good. You know, it's like I'm sorry if you're going to cry if I tell you you're doing something wrong too damn bad. You know, it's like I'm trying to make sure you don't get hurt. Not, well, not, not hurt your feelings. I could care less. There's ways around that too. It's like if you're not if you're teaching people in a in a like a positive way, right. there's a like like you, there's a there's ways around that as well. And I think like 
I don't think you had this so much, but I had this is is where you have the like mommies and daddies complaining that their their kids not getting a belt on time or whatever. Oh no, I've I've I've, done, I've had my share of that. Uh, but were you? Did you have that going up, going going up? When you oh, were yeah. up was that happening? Well, well, I mean, when when I was I was basic, I was basically an assistant under Robbie. You know, your first instructor. Yes, I mean, I mean that school was massive. I mean, we had. I mean, we had well over 200 kids in there. I mean, it was, it was big. So, I mean, mommy and daddy wanted to have you know, little Johnny, little Becky, little da 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 So that was even happening in the 80s? Or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, 80s, early 90s. But it's like, you know, I mean, I, I get it, but it's also, you know, you're not. You're, you're not there just to receive rank. You're not there just to learn the next new thing. You know, and I, I think maybe we got into that a little bit, and that might have ended up hurting the school overall. But overall, it was very foundationally sound, you know? Yeah. And that's what I, and that, this is what I want to get, want to hammer in the pieces, is that no matter what the school is, no matter what the style is, whatever it is, right? People who are listening to this might be Kyokushin Kang, Shotokan people, got yeah. friends who do both, right? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. The thing of the matter is, if you don't have a foundation like that, and you aren't going towards that, and you're like one of these like classical Okinawan, we do, you know, magic hand stuff, you know, it's not going to work. Like, I hate to go all Joe Rogan with it, but like, the the whole idea of like if you're not if you're if you're not fulfilling kind of the basic idea of kick punch basic stance stuff you're always going to be using mm-hmm. if like the moment like the punch they're learning the stuff they're learning from the day they walk in the door is not the same stuff they're using for their black belt test yeah you know what i mean like you to be that foundational to have something to back up to right yeah um you're not do this isn't karate anymore this is you know, slap slap fun time. Like I remember <laughs> us doing. God, what is it? I remember this. I'll never forget this. There was like an advanced kind of a kung fu looking kata that uh, we kind of saw a version of being taught about probably 15 years ago. There was a couple of friends or a couple of people we knew from Michigan who I started learning a version of it and and I showed them right, and they're like. <laughs> What is this the happy clap dance and i honestly was kind of offended when they said that i'm like this is the most advanced kata we have how dare you da, da, da. didn't go on the how dare how dare you but kind of internally that was the monologue yeah today i'm like yeah you guys are absolutely right 100 percent. because there's no even though we had a bunch of kids get up there and do that kata they couldn't throw a punch mm-hmm. i think a couple, maybe one or two of them could defend themselves but in all honesty, it's, it is just something so far away from the basics that it almost is not the same thing at all. I think I feel that if we don't have that injection of caveman and we don't have that understanding of it, even when we get into that kind of softer stuff, um, you're going to be worse for wear. I think karate yeah. needs to really fo- uh, focus back up on that and less on this attempt to be like... 
uh, Aikido or less on this attempt to be like judo or less on this attempt to be like other stuff that has like a million techniques well i i I think i think where we get in trouble is when it gets pushed off to the back burner and therefore gets neglected and i I think we need to come back to the come back to the to the table with uh, this no longer needs to be neglected this needs to be one of the core things you do I mean, I, I remember, I remember every every class I did with Robbie. I mean, the first ten minutes were the same almost in every class. There might have been a slight variation, but it was basically the same. You did the first exercise, you did the second exercise, and sometimes you did the third exercise, or you did Suburito training. You did. That was pretty much what you did every night for the first 10, 15 minutes. Every class. Everybody. Bar none. Was that everybody as well? Everybody. Everyone did that. I mean, that was bar none. That that was the first thing you did. And that's how you keep that's how you keep the good that's how you keep good basics. You know, and and guess what? You know, before we started working on our own katas, we would do the first kata five times together you know and so i mean sometimes we would go in order sometimes it'd be you'd work on the first collar five times and then you go do whatever one you're working on or if you wanted to work on one of the others that you've been working on then you do so i mean it was kind of up to you to do it but so but yeah i mean that was i said that was Use the first 15, 10, 15 minutes of class every night, every night. And that's pretty reminiscent of like other like other people's accounts of just back in the day. That's all you just did. You came in what you came in. You didn't come in wanting to do something. You didn't yeah. come in. I was in a oh God, I was in a meeting about uh, something we're not really involved in anymore. Um, at the podcast and somebody was like, yeah, we can we, people can. Uh, come in with uh, a technique they saw on 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 online and show it to their sensei and ask them questions and dear god that sounds so annoying right like you just want to start class and like just get them through the basics and then you like nowadays you know it's been you know kind of gonna tie into the next next uh topic we get into the next episode but like like the the fact that we have a million different people being like actually this is the real way you do karate on the internet mind you we're not telling anybody what to do here Mm-mm. we have not talked about we've just talked about kind of the basics that pretty much everyone does yeah right we have no we've we, you me and jeremy have no opinion on what you what you actually start people doing yeah as I mean, long as it's like how how someone structures it is their business you know yeah but how, as long as it's essential to like karate you know as long as dog is not cat you know what i mean like yeah yeah i mean you know i mean even even the nights we did <coughs> even the nights we did like technique classes classes started out the same way technique weapon classes didn't matter always started out the same i hope i know there's places in the world that are, that are continuing with that but i know there's more places in the world that are not doing that mm-hmm. so oh I mean, cool i, mean, I think that's, I a, that's a good oh go ahead 
I mean, you and I, we've witnessed that to where it's like, you know, where people take for granted that stuff, you know, it can take for granted, you know, you're typically what I was told by my sensei was whatever your first kata is, is the basis of what your system is. And there's a lot of truth to it. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would do Nahachi, like it would, it's Nahachi Shodan pretty much all the way down. Yeah. For us. Yeah. For other people, it might be something else. Yeah. Is that, there's kind of, the, the, that reasoning is a little maybe superficial, but like that, that, uh, you know, on what you start with, but I mean, that's kind of a different conversation. I mean, it, it, it is the fundamental of what you do. I mean, you yeah. start with, you start with the pinyon katas or hanyon katas, whichever. Whatever. I mean, you, your your foundation is technically footwork and moving. Yeah. If if it's nahanshi like it is for us, it's more being able to have a solid base for whenever you do do, do a technique, you know. Right. And and then like if there's actually analysis within that. And then you work around that. Yes. Those are the actual skills. Yes, absolutely. But and, and this is where we're going to get into next time yes. when we talk about about like magic dust and techniques. Yes. And this is and, and what what's gotten people away from just having basics being done and having basic drills actually building skills. But beyond that, Jeremy, is there anything we have not talked about in terms of being cavemen? Should we grunt more? Well, yeah, <laughs> should we wear should we be shirtless no <laughs> why not look at all i mean pointing this out before if you look at like some of the like pre-world war ii like videos on karate you got a lot of those guys that are uh... I, I i get it um yeah i mean we, one we have air conditioning now number two um if i'm training shirtless I, I'll, I'll scare myself, much less anybody else. So it's like, you know, just, you know. Just, I mean, do, do what's comfortable, man. <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> for, for me, it's shorts and my, it's, it's shorts and my. Just coming in tidy whities You'll be fine. No. You, said, not, you just said do what's comfortable. You can't, you can't, you can't do, take it. Do what's comfortable, you know what I mean? I mean, me, me, like I said, me and my minions t-shirt, you know, it's like, hey, that works. That's, that's usually why I train the That's all good. That's, I mean, that's fine. Um, coming this, coming this, this, um, the, in 2023, our new line of training shirts, by the way. Uh, no, that's a, that's I only mean, kind of a joke. But. I mean, who doesn't love minions? I mean, come on, man. So. I've never seen those movies. <laughs> I'm serious. I've seen like clips of them. I've seen. I know what these things are, but like I've genuinely never seen one of those movies ever. I've seen trailers for them, but I I I digress. Sorry, my my role model as a dad is Brew. I mean, come on, man, he's he's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, sorry as we digress, but anyway. Oh, it's all good. It's good to have a minion digression every once in a while. Cool. Well, I know you, hopefully your sleep is recovered. With, with that recovered rest, any plans for uh, training this week? Jumping on the comma again? You know, uh, well, I, pr- I probably will here pretty soon. Um, 
I, I know I've got three or four big projects that I've got to basically work around the clock on here pretty soon. And then after that, things should should calm down around Thanksgiving, and then I can probably set my set my schedule up to where it's like okay, I can get get to training on a, on a schedule. And that that's my biggest problem is just getting a getting a schedule down for me so that I can train. So, but yeah, that's that's kind of the goal right now. It's just, just power through a couple things and then it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's now me time. So I've got a, this week I'm going to more running than training. Well, actually this week it's both because, uh, this week supposedly there's a hundred cut a challenge. So, mm-hmm. uh, Hey, maybe you can jump in on that. One cut a hundred times. We'll, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not saying no, but I'm, We'll see. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for today, folks. Hope everyone's doing well. Jeremy, thank you as always. And uh, yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. And don't forget to keep on training.